Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Hello folks and welcome to Fey Earth. We are at an unusual time tonight. Normally we stream at 8 o'clock Dublin time on a Tuesday. That's CET minus 1. But for this week's Halloween special we are streaming tonight. Um, Fey Earth is an TTRPG set in an alternate 19th century Earth where all the creatures from folklore and fairy tale are real, have always been real and live alongside humanity. Our game is set in France in the year 1872, about a little under a year since a devastating war that they had in which they allied with Prussia against the Fey Nation of Arcadia. Ra Normally we would have a full team, but right now we are just doing an intimate RP with um, Christina, who plays the tiny tank of the party Mina. She had recently been traveling with her brother, who she had freed from some mad scientists and we are going to see that return to home. Before anything else, I'm going to take my fabulous steampunk goggles and move them up to my forehead because I can't actually see. So, um, let us commence. So, uh, Mina, you got the bus, uh, sorry, the bus, <laughs> you got the train um, to, it's an overnight train, um, I believe you said it was to Geneva you were going, wasn't it? Zurich, actually. Oh, yeah. Zurich, sorry. We said Zurich, okay? Oh, yeah, Zurich, um, yeah. yeah, so an overnight train to Zurich. Um, it travels from Paris down to Dijon. There's a, you know, refueling and the likes there, and then on to <laughs> Zurich, all right? Um, and the train left at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon from Paris, mm -hmm. and you arrived in um, to the city pretty early. Um, the next morning, around nine-ish, okay? Um, now, you had already arranged for your uncle to meet you there, okay? And you do have um, the wonderful Canadian gunslinger, Sophie, who has come to join you, just to give you a bit of extra help. This is an ally that you had, um, that you had um, worked alongside um, previously exploring a thing, okay? So, um, you arrive. Um, you arrive in the. Um, you arrive in the city uh, train station. You get everything. Your brother was mostly okay for the journey. He is very quiet, and there were a few times when he was getting startled by some loud noises on the train. Like he's definitely not okay, but he's significantly yeah. better than he had been. Okay? Um, okay. And when you alight from the carriage, you've only got a small bit of stuff. And you have your goblin purse, so that makes travel very easy. Um, and use a light. And after a moment or two, you see your uncle. Um, and um, I wave with him. Yeah, he comes up. Um, he immediately arms wrapped around your brother because you know everybody had thought he was dead. Okay, nobody had heard from him since last April or something. Okay, so arms wrapped around him, kisses on the cheeks. He's like, it's so great to see you, my boy. And, of course, your brother flinches at this. And um, your uncle notes it and takes a step back, and he sees you, gives you a big hug, and he's, well done, my dear. You did an amazing job. 
I always believe in you. Hello, Uncle Oscar. It's good to see you. It's good to Thanks see you coming too, my to meet us. Oh, of course, of course. When I got the message, I couldn't believe it. Um, we all thought we all thought that you were gone. Um, and um, I never given up on him. No, you didn't. He, he in his excitement, he has not spotted. Um, although I, I can't remember, is your brother wearing gloves? Yeah, I bought gloves for him. Yeah, so he hasn't spotted anything about him, but um, once you start moving, your brother is, he's hes limping ever so slightly, um, but far less so than somebody with a wooden prosthetic leg would move, okay? Um, so he says, so I've arranged... Prosthetic tra- arm with a leg. Arm, sorry, prosthetic arm, you know, um, but um, yeah, no, I know, I know. So he is limping ever so slightly. You think that he's just, he's just kind of stiff and... Mm. Long train journey, and um, you know, you're not sure of his nervous I, energy. I go to his side and I gently, um, you know, hook my arm into his good arm mm-hmm. on his good side, and mm-hmm. I just like very gently, like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I'm just. This is a lot. Um, I know. We shall. We shall see. Um, so. Um, how like how would you get from Zurich? I assume it'd just be like there's no train that goes. You you're a fairly small... no, there's coaches. Yeah, and then you can get like um, boat and as well across. Like we could get a coach to Lucerne and then take a boat across the lake. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so that's exactly what happens. And um, when you're on the boat, they're still actually operating to this yeah. day. Sorry, like um, hashtag we... it's tourism. Uh, when when you um when you are on the boat, you do see your your brother kind of relaxing and uh, smiling a bit. It's kind of bringing back fond childhood memories. Yeah. yeah. Be- because this is a regular way people in Switzerland get around. It's a small <laughs> mountainous country with some big lakes. So and nobody swims. No. By the way. Yes, um, as Mina had to be reminded of when she jumped into a river. Yeah, <laughs> um, nobody swims. So, um, yeah, so how long would you say this trip takes? Um, you've arrived into the city pretty early, about not, a little after nine. Um, it actually takes with the steamboat. Let me see. It's, it's a two, or two and a half hours, I think. Okay, so we'll say it's a bit slower because it's a 19th century steamboat, so it's not going to be quite as fast. Um well, so, no, it's still the same steamboat like they oh, had it shit. back in the day. They, oh, okay. they, repair, they repair them. They're actually back in business since, you know, since the 80s. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. That is actually incredible. So the whole journey between the coach and the steamboat and all that probably takes about five, five and a half hours. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So totally you are getting into your village at a little after half two. Okay. Now, yeah, and then from because I'm not in the town where I grew up, I'm as likely up in the mountain. I would say another half an hour, forty minutes, maybe an hour, depending on the horses. Yeah. Um. So your uncle on the in the journey there, he he's asks he asks your brother questions about you know the war. Um. Your brother, he 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 talks a little bit about it, you know. Um. About the battles, about how he'd been sick and he'd been kind of trapped in a dream and. Your uncle mm. kind of, he's seen this before once or twice with other other members of the Swiss Guard, other soldiers. Um, but, um, like there, there is like a 
like a restaurant on the boat, um, one in coach and one in first class. Mm. Um, first class being a bit more fancy, but we're traveling coach. But we can eat something. And yeah. then when we have a minute, I'll tap my uncle on the shoulder and just kind of signal him to come outside with me. Mm. And uh, I think because Sophie is such a kind person, like she got yeah. along, she knows yeah. how to handle like my brother. I think yeah. she, he'd be comfortable with her. And so I just give her a look and I'm sure she understands after like so many hours on the train. Mm. And, you know, I mean, I get my uncle outside and I just have a quick word with him and I say, um, do you know, he's, he's changed very much. I think he's seen, He's seen things, and I don't think he'll ever be the same. Um, like, he doesn't really talk about it. And I don't know if I'd ever really understand not having been there myself, but there is another thing you should know. And I tell him what had happened in the hospital. And when you say that he's horrified, he's like, the poor boy, he, he lost an arm. And then he was experimented on. And at that point, like, Mina, it's just the closer we get to, like, you know I me, mean, the end of our boat journey, like, the tent, like, as Alois is kind of starting to relax a bit, Mina is just tensing up more and more, yeah. and she starts crying, and she goes, like, I, I found him, and he was okay, and then I was just... It's not that I left, but I, I, I went to go and get some money. And when I came back, like all of a sudden he was, he disappeared. And I would have never guessed that they would do something like that. But I feel so bad for just leaving him there. But like he was, like he was, he, he didn't even talk and he couldn't even recognize me. And I couldn't even, you know, like I, I couldn't have brought him home because he was so startled. But I feel so bad for just leaving him there. And I just, you know, yeah. I mean, Start crying like into my uncle's, you, you know, big hug, and he's like, "It's okay, it's okay." It's okay. I just don't know what mom will say, and I just start completely breaking, yeah. like you know. Um, he lets you just sob it out, and he doesn't say anything, and he lets you like two, three minutes of just, and eventually, when you get your breathing back, he says, "Well, I haven't contacted your mother yet, and I did you let her know that you're coming?" No, I, I I sent a letter to you, and yeah. I mean, I told him that I found him, and like I I wrote about I wrote about his condition, but like that was way before this whole thing happened. With, and I just I don't know. I, I just, do you know how she blames me for everything? And oh. I'm just like I don't I don't know what to do. Mina, your brother, we thought was dead. Everybody thought it was dead. You're the only one who didn't give up on him. And you found him, and you've brought him back. Is he the same man he was before he left? No. But war does that to men. Even when they're not mistreated so horribly, war can do that to men. And that war that just happened against the Fae, those fools in Prussia and in Paris, it, it was, we haven't seen a war like that ever. Honestly, the fact that you are bringing your brother home, whatever your mother might say, she, she'll have to, she can never deny the fact that you're the one who found him. You're the one who never gave up and you're the reason he's going to be safe. 
at home with his mother and his father. Uh, to that, Mina takes a big sob and she's like ugly crying with like yeah. snot streaming down. And he's just like, will you talk to your bloody sister then? Because like, you know what she's like. I'll I'll deal with her. Don't worry. Don't worry. And don't worry. And don't forget, you're not on your own. Your father's there too. I know. I know. But like, you know, she's like, she thinks like he would have never left if I hadn't, you know. And I just... Nonsense. Oh. Look, the reality is, he wasn't good enough to get in, and you were. And, and well, it's just like, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even no. know what to do. It's just, just awkwardly crying with snot and everything. It's just like, you know, your, your uncle, if he was um, a more typical 19th century man, he'd be immediately whipping out the handkerchief. But he's a soldier and a fighter. He doesn't yeah, carry okay. around doesn't handkerchiefs for like delicate women folk. No, you know? yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. So it's like, We're you know. We're good soldiers. We wipe our snot on our sleeves. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you stay outside for a while longer. And when you get back in, you can see your brother. He's just sitting there quietly. He's not re- He's not speaking to Sophie. He's not necessarily staring up, but he's just kind of quietly in his own space. Okay. And eventually, as I said, the boat arrives. You disembark. And the final leg of the journey. Um up towards your family home, okay? I look to Sophie and I tell her, like, welcome to the mountains, my friend. It's and I'm just pointing out all the different peaks and yeah. say, like, okay, this one is called Ekbarga, and this one is called the Gitcha, and that's it's the Nitterbawa, and that's it, like, and I completely and utterly, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, well, it's it's quite fabulous now. I mean, like, I'm from more forest myself, the... There is mountains in Canada, but they're on the far, 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 far side of the territories, way off, like hundreds of kilometers west. So not really many mountains where I'm from, you know. So um, and after you said about 30, 40 minutes, you find yourself coming up towards your family's farm. OK, coming up, there's a little little laneway to the main house. You can see smoke rising from the chimney. This is a house that you've. You know, you grew up in, you know, every single centimeter of it, you know, and um, your uncle squeezes your hand because he can see with every centimeter. Yeah, you get I'm across, so nervous, like, like my heart skips a beat. And I'm just like... But your your brother is actually, he seems to be more eagerly moving forward, you know, and um, as he's as he's getting, as he's getting nearer, he, he just cries out, Muta, Muta. And um, you hear a cry from inside. And a moment later, rushing out the door is your mother. And as she throws open the door and she sees your brother, she just drops to her knees and starts crying, sobbing. Like she's just broken. You know, her son, who she thought was dead, is standing in front of her. Um, And a minute or so later, your father comes out shocked as well and he runs up to your brother and he gives him a big hug you know squeezing your father's you know he's he's, he's quite short um mm. you get your height from him because he's got sacher yeah. blood and um tiny <laughs> you know short and agile yeah mina with the whole thing mina's just kind of sheepishly hanging at the back and just kind of hiding behind her uncle and she's just kind of yeah. like yeah standing um. back and your mother, she after a minute, she composes herself, she gets up and she grabs him and she's like looking at him as if it's like, 
is it really you? Is it really you? It's like she doesn't believe it. And she's like, like literally touching his face, touching his shoulders. And one of her hands brushes against his arm and she's, she, she feels something. And she kind of, she looks, pauses for a moment, but then looks back up at them and your, your, your brother's eyes, like he's just crying, like just tears pouring down his face. And she gives him a big hug and a big kiss. And your dad at this stage is like, he spotted you and he comes up to you and he, he gives you a big hug and a kiss. He says, you never stop believing. You said you'd find him. And you did. And you brought him home. And he just big I just hug. And he, you, and you, I can, just you can feel. His shoulder, like, because yeah, he knows you, exactly how I feel. You, you can feel the tears from him falling on your cheek as well. Um, as and Sophie just kind of standing off the side, you know. Um, yeah, well, and, she, uh, you know, yeah. she, she's, not, she's not an idiot. Uh, and a, a minute or so later, your mother's finally composed herself and she sees her brother and she sees you and she says, Hi, mom. Hello, daughter. Thank you for bringing home my little boy. I said I would. You did. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, looking up like that, you know, he's, yeah. And she sees her brother and she goes up, she kind of gives him, goes up a little bit and gives him a nod and says, and scans around, spots Sophie. He's like, Quick nod is like, I don't know who this person is. She looks, she's got a rifle. She's probably some random soldier person. I says, let us go inside. We shall eat. At this point, I peep up and I say, Mom, this is a friend of mine. This is Sophie. She's Canadian and she helped me bring Alois back home. When you say that, she goes over to her and she like takes her and says, Thank From you. Paris. Thank you so much for helping helping us bring my little boy home. And um, Sophie's like, well, thank you, man. But actually, I was just an escort for the final part of the journey. It was Mina. She was the one who, she found him, and she healed him, and she rescued him. Um, I'm sure she'll tell you the story later, ma'am. And and, she, and um, your dad's like, okay, we're going inside, and um, I'll we'll be sending out a message, there's a party tonight. Big party. Uh, and you go inside. So when you go inside, what would your mother do? Like, would she have any particular drink or food or something she'd immediately Yeah, she'd prepare? probably immediately go to the kitchen and make, like, my brother's favorite drinks mm-hmm. and, you know, um, um, come out and start immediately, like, oh, my God, you're so thin. Mm-hmm. Um like any mother in the world, you know. Um, oh my God, you're so thin. Here, let me feed you. And she immediately starts cooking up all sorts of stuff, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Rushdi, and I haven't got a clue what else, like all yeah. sorts of stuff. And yeah. she's like, oh, and I have fresh cheese here. And oh my God. And then she says to my dad, oh, you have to go, you have to go um, and buy such and such, you know what I mean? Like she would send dad away with like a huge list and then she goes like, oh my God. And like, she's completely like, yeah, yeah. instead of sitting down with her son, she's like no, just running around. She's, yeah, I'm going to feed him. She's in the okay. other. Okay. 
So she just yep. spinned that for, and um, your brother's just sitting there and he's kind of relaxed and he's like back at home in his house, you know, somewhere he thought he would never I be just, again. I just call up my uncle's sleeve and I say like, just tell her she can't overwhelm him with like parties and stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll talk to him, okay? And um, your your uncle does go into the kitchen and you do, ha- you're hearing snippets of the conversation. He's like, but we have to celebrate. He's like, no, you don't understand. He's been through a lot. He was badly injured. And he's like, just a, a small number of people, oldest friends and family maybe, but no more than two or three. He's like, but, but it's, I was like, no, he can gradually meet, meet people again. Um, he's been through a lot. He's not the same. He's not the same. Always that you, you, you know, that left. And she's, and she's like, you know, she's getting a bit upset about that. And he's like, and the only reason you have him back is because of Mina. She's like, well, of course I know that. And it's like, and she goes back to her stuff, and eventually your father gets back, and he's sitting down. And I'd also want to say that, like, my mother would. Does not call me Mina. She calls Mina by her full name. Mm, mm. Uh, Mina bloody hates it. Like yeah. she would say Wilhelmina, yeah, and yeah. She, you know, and yeah, yeah. Like Mina accepts it, but she's like, oh, you know, um, absolutely hates it. <laughs> um, do you say anything to your dad about your brother, or do you leave your uncle to talk to him? No. Um, when my dad is sent off to shop. I'd actually, before he leaves, or just, you know, as, he about, as he's about to leave, um, because he would have to fetch, like, his coat and stuff, yeah. or whatever, um, I would be like, oh, I'll come with you, Dad, I'll help you. And i go out, and I'd actually shop. I would find any excuse to get out of the house. Yeah. And then I would have a quiet word, and then tell him, like, exactly, like, what happened to him, mm-hmm. and what state he was in when I found Aloise, and what happened to him, and... Well, I had my breakdown with my uncle, whom yeah, so. I'm, like, you know what I mean? Mina would be kind of close to her dad, but her uncle took her so much under her wing when she was little mm-hmm. that she has, like, closest relationship yeah. with, like, you know what I mean? And parental figure as such would be with her uncle totally. Um, your your father's horrified to hear he's like, so, so you're saying he has an arm that is made of metal and gears? And it's yeah. it's magic... Yeah. It's magically grafted I mean, like, to his shoulder. Listen, the the but, general idea isn't that bad. There was like there were so many people no, who lost arms and legs, right? But mm. what they ended up doing was absolutely horrifying. And oh. it was my friend who cast magic um to break like because that, that man, you know what I mean, he was a sorcerer mm. and he he had somehow control over these men. They didn't have their minds anymore. And oh. um, my friend um, Christine, oh my God, you would love her. Like, she's so lovely. She had lost her brother as well, but like, mm. anyway, um, she cast, she cast a spell to break that, and that kind of snapped him out. And when he saw that I was attacked, he, he shouted my name and, and he started fighting with us. And it was before that he didn't even recognize me, you know? Well, well, um, look, I'm, I'm just glad he's home. I thought we all thought he was dead. You're the only one who never stopped believing. You're the only one. Your mother, she cried herself to, to sleep many nights, thinking she'd lost her son. But you, you never I stopped mean, believing. Been... You, you never stopped. 
They've been writing to the twins, and even they were saying that's just what happens to soldiers, and it, he's not the only one who didn't, you know, come home or has been lost. And I just, I just didn't accept it. Even if I find his body, like I, I would have brought him home. I know, I know. So you go, you do your shopping, you know, you get a, a chunk of ham, you get a load of bread, some more cheese, some schnapps, some more cheese. Uh, you know, it's Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and you do eventually get back. And um, when you get back, your brother is actually up and he's talking to your mother. And um, she's pretty upset. And um, you can see he's taken off his jacket and his sleeve is rolled up. And his arm is fully visible. And um, when he's walking, she... She looks at she looks at the two of you and she looks at you and she looks pretty angry, but then your brother reaches out with his with his organic arm and he takes your mother's hand and he looks at her like almost sternly and gives her a squeeze and she kind of she's like really tense and he just relaxes like lets this tension and this anger go. And um your your brother goes up to your dad, he's like, Here, father, let me help you with all this. I can show you what my new arm does. Kind of making really inappropriate joke right now to try and break the tension. And um and they go taking the stuff and your mother Yeah, Mina would be the same, Mina would be like, Oh my god, yeah, you should see it, it's amazing. Um and your your mother Like you never have to buy matches again, I tell you, it's amazing. Your mother comes up to you and standing right for just Wilhelmina, I know when last we spoke before you left, I said some things to you um, that I should not have said. I was angry and I was hurting. I thought I'd lost my my boy and I needed somebody to blame. I know. I took it out on you. But the truth is, you're the only one who never stopped believing that you could find him. And he's back. And I can never thank you for that. But I'll try, Mina. And when she calls me, like, by my preferred name, you know, Mina, I'm like, I'm like, thanks, Mom. And um, she then, very awkwardly and very uncomfortable, goes back to the kitchen because this is not the relationship that you have. But um, there is a small number of people brought over that night. Uh, Everybody's so, so happy to see your brother. He does keep his jacket on for the night. He doesn't want to be showing off his arm to everybody. And they're not telling everybody about it. Um, But, you know, it is actually a a very small, intimate, but very happy celebration. Um, Over the next day or so, you do talk to... Your, your mother some more, you've um your father some more, and you can tell like something has definitely changed in your relationship. You've never been close ever. She's always you've always been your father's child. You you know your uncles, you know, you've never had a good. And it's not like she's suddenly loving you, but there's there is a gratitude and a respect there that had never existed before. Um. And you're you're sitting there one afternoon, like enjoying 
a bit of food your mother cooked. And the only thing you do is, all you do say is like, well, you didn't have a great relationship. You did miss your mother's cooking, you know? Um, yeah, totally. Um, and totally. All, all of a sudden, you see silvery font appearing in front of you as a message comes from Gwyn explaining that the party is going to be traveling off, um, has finished her work in Cherville and is going to be going off to this small little town um, that is uh, kind of halfway between Cherville and Lyon um, and would love it if you could try and make it there as well um, to meet them. I um, immediately um, pull out my notebook from my goblin purse mm-hmm. that I, know I haven't told about, any, uh, yeah. about to anyone and quickly write down the name before the font disappears. And I say to Sylvie, um, or Sophie rather, um, I think we should go. And then um, my uncle is still there, I presume, yeah. because he wouldn't leave me alone. No, and I say to him, like, um, Uncle Oscar, um, I, I made some friends that helped me. And um, I actually would have very loved like, to go back and help them. Um, I think we can do a lot of good, and to be honest, there might be some opportunities to make a bit of coin that could send home. And yeah, I, you know me, I'm not one of sitting at home and you know of being course. a housewife. We'll um, we'll leave today. Thank you, okay. and I go and talk to my dad as well and mm-hmm. tell him, mm-hmm. and then um, very reluctantly I say to mom, "Listen." Um, there's some things I need to do, so I'll be I'll be heading off, um, um, and just just mind him, okay? And and yeah, he's not he he's been much better mm-hmm. since he's since he's come home. So and I give her a hug, very kind of you know mean. I pour everything I want to say into a hawk, and she's just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. And um, I'm just like, you know, I love you, Mom, and then I'll just pack my stuff and kind of start to. Yeah. Okay, I want to get out of here. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, and, you know, you you, do, you start your trek, steamboat, um, to... Um... But may I add, I'd say... For our journey, mum will probably, or Mina's mum will probably, like, pack a ton of food for us. Oh, and I assume, yeah. yeah. Us, um, you know, bringing it, like... Yeah, no, I assume as know. much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what you do, you make your you make your journey, okay? Um, it's a bit of a trek, you know. It's, you know, you get to Zurich, and then it's train to Dijon, and then from Dijon to Lyon. And then from there, it's a coach that gets you to um, uh, to the uh, to the town of La uh, La Police. Uh, please, any French uh, viewers, forgive me if I just butchered that pronunciation. Okay, and um, uh, you don't re- you were told, oh, it's this, it's this. Um, we're meeting in the, um, like, in this town, big old like you're given a very brief kind of. Um, there's a house that we be told a boy has gone missing, um, so you 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 know you're you're doing your best to get there uh, as quickly as you can. Um, just give me one moment, folks. We're nearly there. 
but he knew already. Um, um, sorry. And you do get there. Um, um, so you, um, yes, yeah, so you, you'd you been gone for like over a week. You left Paris on Wednesday the 13th and you arrive in this town on Friday the 22nd, you know, so you'd be gone a while. Um um uh you be you had like you you i mean now not let's not forget that um it was like a day's travel just to get to your family home and then obviously you you were staying there for a good few days um kind of helping out with your brother and everything um but you arrived here nonetheless and we are now going to hopefully have everybody up and you can see our fabulous costumes so the rest of the party you had been in Cherville and this this guy Anton had come up to you that afternoon um it explained the situation um that there was a there's a weird echo popping up right now I don't think it's for me Oh, I just realized I forgot to add the captions. Is everybody's headphones working okay? I'm getting a, a slightly weird echo. Is there an could echo that, in the chat? Could that, could that be from, because I have the bedroom door open, it's saying I might be coming, traveling up and pick, picked up on my mic. Could, could be. Can you close the door, love? Yeah. That's probably what it is. And I'm going to close these doors as well. Excuse me one second. Uh, viewers. Okay. Yeah, I think we have identified the problem. Now, I'm going to try and squeeze this captions in as well. Yeah, there's no more echo now. So. Okay. Sorry about that. I didn't uh, no, no, no. I didn't twig that immediately. My fault as well. So, um, yes? What's the date and game? And the, the, date? Da the date and game is, so Antoine arrives um, on Thursday the 21st in Cherville um, and explains to you all that he's from this town. It's a little less than halfway between Cheville and um, and and Lyon, and that his brother had gone into this house on the edge of the town. Nobody goes in. It's burnt down. It's supposed to be haunted, and um, he didn't come out. Some men went in the next day. They couldn't find him, so he'd come here because he'd heard stories that there was a band of heroes um, in Cheville who'd been helping the locals. So Gwen also cast locate person and. It kind of it worked but kind, not yeah. really yeah. but if he was dead it wouldn't have worked at all so like he's alive yeah. he's just so, so like 
So, anywho, um, so the next, so he had arrived in a wagon, and the next day, you all um, head with him, okay, via wagon to to the town, okay. Um, it's a very slow wagon. The horse that's pulling him isn't a horse. It's a very, very old-looking donkey. So old, in fact, that you're worried the thing might die on the trip. Okay? <laughs> so, a journey that probably should have taken maybe six, seven hours takes, like, like nearly 12, you know? Well, I have a question. Yes. Can I, can I, is this, how long is it, is it going to take us a day? It's going to take you most of a day to get there. So we'll be doing it. Will we be going straight into this haunted house business at night? Of course. It's what 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 better way to explore a haunted house? Okay. Do you know what I'm? Okay. Uh, Sylvia is going to. Okay. I think um, maybe I can help with this. Maybe I could pull the wagon instead. Excuse me. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I have magic. Um, oh. I'm not going. I am not going to. Um, this poor animal is. I am concerned that they may not be able to manage to carry oh, all of us. Don't worry. Okay. He's fine. Well, I am relatively young compared to this horse, so Ducky. I would. Donkey, compared to this this donkey, if if I was to, I, Neil, do I have, can I hit die wise change into a horse with that new wild shape spell? You could certainly, hmm, I don't know. How many, or do so, I have, so you're seventh level. And I have 85 hit points. Yeah, it, it's so a number of grit dice equal to your level, I think is the spell description. Um, yeah. So, I think you could maybe mm, see donkeys are pretty tough, but no, I'd say you'd just about be able to, you oh, know. Okay. Uh, we see pony wouldn't be strong enough to pull a wagon with like five people in it, you know. Like, let's be honest. Oh yeah. Um. So no, I'd say smaller horse. I'd say you could probably you're pushing your you're just about pushing it, but probably you could change into a donkey or a mule. I'm just thinking in terms. I don't want to deal with a dead fucking animal, <laughs> or maybe. If it does, well, if it... Um... Hey, look, it's not really that relevant, okay? Sorry. So, like, mm -hmm. it, as I, like, it's not really making a big difference here, okay? Okay, I, I won't, sorry. Okay, sorry. so, um, <laughs> right. Um, so, you eventually, as I say, get to the town, all right? And um, it's getting later in the evening by the time you get there, okay? Um and you do, he pulls you into, there's like, it's not even an inn, it's a small little pub um, where he's like, okay, so we're going to stop here, let, leave the the, horse, the donkey here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you the rest of the way. Um, Mina, you'd gotten there only about an hour ago, and I'd just naturally gone to the pub figuring this is where they would see you. And um, you hear a conversation from outside, because it's kind of quiet in here. This is a tiny little town, okay? Like a couple of, maybe it's, the population is probably like, you know, four or 500 people, you know, very small. Um, and you do hear voices outside and you think, oh, that sounds like your friends. And Mina coming, walking out of the, uh, the, the, the tavern sees you all. Mina, you made it. Welcome back. 
And Gwen will give you a big hug. Yeah, uh, Mina will hug back and she has like a, you know, grin on, like, she kind of has this kind of relief kind of look on her, on her face and kind of like a look of like, oh, I'm so glad to be here. Your brother is, your brother is, is safely home? Yeah, and the closer we got to home, the better he, he, he felt and he kind of perked up when he saw mum, so, and that, and yeah, he's eaten well, and I think he's, he'll be fine. Well, I think if he is around people who love him and support him, he will, I think, recover. Yeah, just he needed to be home, he needed to be in the mountains and the fresh air, yeah, you know. you did say that, so... It, you know, I think that you are right. I think that you will recover from this now. I'm glad that you are back. We'll need you, yeah. I think. I am glad to be back too. You have no idea. Um, so um, yeah, going to give you a, a look. In turn and, you know, and I go like, so what happened? Um, how's Dubois? Is he still alive? Um, Looking at Gwyn specifically. He's not a anymore. Oh, it worked. Fantastic, yeah. I see you'll be able to do it. Like, you know, I have faith in you. Well, I think the credit should go to Gwyn. She was able to provide a pretext by um, giving Dubois some of her special wine. Um and uh, he then became oh, ill. The poison is one now, I guess, no? So while you're having this conversation, the guy who brought you here is looking at you all kind of confused and a little worried because <laughs> you've just mentioned the words werewolf and poison in the same sentence. Just an ordinary day. Uh, so He's not a werewolf yes. anymore. So it's fine. Mina, you spot this guy who was kind of like rubbing a donkey, looking at you all, like clearly the guy who was on the wagon that you'd all arrived in, looking very concerned. This is Anton. Um, there is a house where, uh, where his brother yes, has we gone should, missing. Yes, we, we should hurry up. I, I will show you where it is, yes? Um, okay. Uh, While we're walking, we'll just fill Mina in on everything. Yeah, so it's about a 35... I kind of go over and say, like, uh, Bonjour, monsieur. Um, so, uh, what, is this your house? Or oh, what no. Exactly is no, happening? no, 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 no. No one has lived here for decades. Um, it used to belong to a local doctor and his wife. And the, the house, many years ago, burned down and both of them died inside it. Um, it's been a ruin since... Um, uh -huh, the, uh -huh. the stories say it's haunted and the children dare each other to go in and my idiot brother about four or five days ago went in and he didn't come out and we went in looking for him we were unable to find him um, so uh, how old is your brother? he's he's eight what is his name? right uh, yeah his, children his, do just such things um, his name is Robert Robert um, yeah, so obviously we're very worried. Um, if he had just Robert, been, you say? Uh, if oh, he just, Robert, Robert. yeah, if he'd just been injured, like by I don't know, the unstable building, we would have found him, but he's he's not there, he's gone. Okay, well, we'll see if we can do... yeah, uh, why is it all this fire with these things? Why? The, 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 we don't. There's many stories, rumors, 
you know, gossip about it. Um, some have said... Well, ghosts are a bit... I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, personally, I don't know. I'm a bit of a skeptic. Like, it could be... Uh, Oh, well, we saw know, those shades in the game or a pocket realm or something like that. Mm. I mean, personally, I don't really fancy going into the fey realm again. But like, you know, and Mina is like very nonchalant. Like she was just like, yeah, you can hear that. Um, yeah. And you heard right, you know, <laughs> she kind of looks straight, straight in the face of like, yeah, we've been to the Fey realm. No big deal. Like <laughs> she really reveled yeah. with that at the uh, moment. <laughs> Well, he's very impressed by this. Um, so, as I said, it's about a 35-40 minute walk until you get to mm. the structure, the house. The, you get, like, so it's, you know, it's, there's a, you get to, a, it looks like a kind of an estate. There's a wall going around it. There's a gate, but the gate is rusted and half hanging off its hinges. Coming into it, you see the grounds are overgrown. And Curdy has not been lived in in some time. And getting up to, you see a quite grand two-story house, uh, quite big, um, but in ruins. Um, um, as was explained, um, there was a terrible fire. You can see the evidence of this. Most of the windows have been broken, um, soot stains everywhere. Surprisingly, the roof seems to be actually intact. But um, there's no front door. There's ivy growing in through the windows and breaks, you know, the wall into the structure. And the entire area, the entire building just has this really horribly dark, oppressive, ominous feel to it. Like as you're coming up towards it, it almost feels like the very house itself is looking back at you all. Um, I mean, it's just like, that's very welcoming. Yes, you hear the sounds of calls and, uh, you know, looking up, you can see there's a small group of ravens that are flying in the air, circling, and some are landing and some, you know, continuing to fly. Um, as I said, the ground is, the grounds are terribly overgrown with briars and ivy and so forth. And I says, well, so th this, as I said, is the house. Um, All right. If you would be so um, kind, um, I I will be I will be waiting. And he points back at the gates to the estate entrance. Uh, okay. Decision. Well, before before we go in, I'm going to cast restorative spark on everybody. Okay. So you mm -hmm. ca you cast restorative spark on everybody. Deduct the mana. Um, in the time that like there was a little bit of downtime in Cherville before Antoine appeared and. Um, I think we'd said um, before the game, uh, Susie, hadn't we, that you had made two, there's two standard healing king shoes you'd made. Yeah, so, so I'm going to give one to Mina. And Thank you. I might hang on to, well, yeah, I might hang on to the other one because if right. I'm not up, I can't heal, so. Okay, so, um, uh, right. <laughs> right. I'm going to, yeah. So, um, as uh, Mina will, sorry, Mina will open her goblin person, pull Albert out. Oh, yeah. Freshly oiled in the magical, you know, mystical oil. Oh, and, and um, to go like, Albert, there's work to do. And Aminata has her oil of... Aminata, um, you, we did, they finally got um, Justine to cast attack magic on that bottle of oil you'd found in the ogre's um, nest. And it uh -huh. was oil of uh, oil of true shot. So this is an oil Ooh. which when you when you use it on, on well, when maintaining your firearms... Um, if you roll a one, it counts as a partial misfire and not a critical misfire. 
often. So, I will yeah. also definitely be using oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bloody important. It doesn't make the weapon be considered magical in any way. Yeah. But, you know, you roll a two and it's a misfire. You roll a one, the gun explodes in your hand that needs to be repaired. Now that doesn't happen. If you roll a two, it's it's a miss. And if you roll a one, it's now just a, a gun jam and a misfire, a minor gun jam and misfire. So it's it, it's oh. very useful. How long did it take us to, to cast that spell? Like 10 months? Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. She's kept forgetting to ask her. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, so, anyway. Um, also, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. uh, ladies, um, did you manage to pick up these um, bracelets? Uh, they, these, did. Uh, armor uh, they did. Oh, we did. Yeah, and we did. then we'll pull them out so, of the goblin purse. And, and give you, give you your one. So, that. Um, um, enchanted um, bracelet of armor and gives you a armor of I believe it's five three. Is that five three? Yeah. yeah. So you now have an armor rating of five three. I can't remember who else ordered them. I know. So a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, it was Gwen's idea. So Gwen yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I have one. Mina yeah. has one. I don't know. I think yeah. most of us got them. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. I don't think Amanada did because Amanada is invisible all the time. So bitch yeah, doesn't the hear. ring means the, the powerpoints. Oh, oh that's what it was. Be five on for You've seen that as well. Yeah, it was because your ring is so legendarily powerful that mm-hmm. you'll need to go up a couple more levels before you can get any other cool magic items that will work. That's what okay. it was. Yeah, Fair. yeah. Fair. It was yeah, it's a legendary magical item you have. So, yeah. Because <laughs> um, that legendary magical item is a six power points. And you just okay. t- you just hit seventh level. So, yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> um, unless you want to give someone else. I mean, it's just really mm-hmm. admiring her bracelet. It's like, oh, it's so lovely. I like, I like this. This is nice. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, as I said, the building is quite like it's a good, like, like 12, 13 meters across, and like it goes back a good bit. There's like large, very fine bay-like windows into what would have been very fine rooms, a big, like big set of double, like this was a, this like, I know that they said this guy was a doctor, but he must have, even for a doctor, come from money, you know? Um, This was a very, very fancy house, much more fancy than a standard doctor would have. So what have we seen? We scout ahead or... I suppose. Uh, Hang on a second. If, we should stay together. It's big. If house. everyone would be more comfortable, I could don the ring and maybe go in, try to detect any traps or and secrets, and then come back out. I, Hello. Let's say. Let's Hello. let's send. Anklagon with you, just so that I could see if something happens to you. He won't see me. That's the problem. True. Put that on your shoulder. He'll see if something happens, though. True. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I w- I won't go far. I'll just go to the end. I'll wait right at the entrance just to see that nothing will happen as soon as we step over the threshold. Okay. Having having sit on your shoulder so um the thing can see like what you see, kind of. Do you know? Like we, it'll be anthropomorphic, but at least it's like from your kind of view. You know what I mean? 
speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm also very, he's also very warm and comfortable. So at that, Amanada is going to like put out their hand for Anklagon, mm-hmm. and as he gets there, Amanada is going to literally drape him like a little scarf yeah. around <laughs> their neck, so he's nice and cozy, but also like he'll get a very good view of what's happening. Okay, right. Uh, and you don the ring, and Stop. you and Anglagon disappear. Uh, okay, he's uh, a cat scarf. <laughs> just, just in terms of, just in terms of game mechanics, if you were wearing the ring and you like grab someone's hand, they don't turn invisible. But mm-hmm. if you were carrying somebody in a piggyback and put on the ring, then they turn invisible. So, ah. so, so that's why this is working. Anglagon also turns invisible. Okay. Oh, I thought we were just going to see a weird no, fucking floating no, dragon. No, he, <laughs> that's what I thought. Too. He does turn invisible. I kind of okay? thought like now, he, could, he could kind of camouflage as he goes along. It'll so be fine, you know. If he were to alight from you and then land back on you because he'd broken from the enchantment, he would then He'd be visible on you. Okay. So okay. it's just just a technical thing. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I think Amanada well, would actually feel a lot more comfortable knowing that this is what would happen yeah. because they were very worried about bringing Anklagon and him potentially being a very visible little target. Yeah, okay. So, and as opposed to we all kind of gasp and go like, he disappeared as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, as I said, the front door is like burned and off its hinges and you can see um a like meter and a half wide hallway that comes straight down. It goes um It goes about like four or five meters down and immediately you come into a grand foyer type space, okay? So it's mm-hmm. like a, almost like a big um, cross type junction, okay? In front of you, there's kind of like the walls angle in, and they're offset wider than the hallway and angling in towards a grand staircase that goes up to your right. Um, you can see doors um, on the wall to the right, on the left, so door on the right, which would lead into... The front room that was on your right when you walked in, and then door on the left to the back room, and then also against that eastern wall, you see like um, broken glass and what is uh, doors that lead into, and you did see from outside kind of a, a a glass house style conservatory that was on the side of the building. Okay, mm-hmm. to the left there is another set of doors on the left wall that would lead into the room that was in the front on your left walking in and then another door on the right like right. uh seeing how many doors they are amanada is just going to kind of hunker down and try to detect any traps okay so just give me a roll well to try and detect and disarm any yeah, traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that is a 14. Hold on a second. Yeah, that's a 14. Like, you're not spotting any traps. This is like, oh, I'm sorry, the he- general state of the house, like, the house is in quite serious case of disrepair. Yeah. There was a extensive fire in this structure. Um, you see scorch marks going up the walls. The stairs looks mostly intact, but the banisters have been burnt. The steps look to be fairly solid. You reckon you'd probably be safe going up the stairs. Um, 
but like where there, as I said, where you see um, glass, like for windows and the likes, that's all broken and it cracked in the heat and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. It's quite evident looking through the broken glass doors that would have led to the conservatory that the glass in there is shattered and there's vines growing into the conservatory section as well. Okay. And would it be, since there was a fire, I'd assume it'd be easy to see any sort of like scuff marks in the soot or anything to see if people travel yeah, through. Yeah, give me an awareness roll. Cool. Okay, that was even better. So that is a... Da, 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 da. With my keen eyes? Yep. 19. You see footprints of animals, um, rodents and birds, and you do see... Look to be maybe a few days old. Um, um, sets of steps of footsteps of clearly a, a child. And okay, can I see where they are going? They kind of are. It looks like they're going roughly towards the stairs, but then they disappear. Just poof, gone. Yeah. Oh. Poof, and they are gone. Okay. Like maybe about a meter or so from the foot of the stairs. Okay. Um, at that, Amalala is just going to go out and report what myself and Anklagon found. Okay. Okay. So, could it be possible that there were no other tracks when the, the the tracks of the child disappeared? Uh, well, it just it just seemed as if uh the footsteps vanished about a meter away from the stairs. So Would it be an illusion, do we think? Potentially. I never got that close and I didn't... That's smart. I'm glad that you didn't. And I did not detect any traps, so to speak. Um, but it is quite a new environment and everything was very... It, it was all very... It's very bad in there. It's there's very evident that there was a terrible, terrible fire. So I think if we go in, we'll need to be At that, you, hear Syl you see Sylvia kind of close her eyes going, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> at, that, um, at that, <laughs> is going to is going to kind of instinctively want to, like, touch Sylvia, but at the same mm -hmm. time just kind of, like, second guess. So they'll, like, make a movement and then just stop. <laughs> um, say... It every it seems safe and pretty much abandoned now. So um, we should all just proceed with caution. And if anyone decides we should go a certain way, I think it's best we should all go because we don't know what's in there. I I have a feeling there are many many illusions, many secret yeah. entrances, even possibly. So I think I think so. Yeah. Um, Justine, would you like Anklagon back? He's quite warm, um, but I'd be I'd, I'm okay to give him back to you. <laughs> He's just a baby. <laughs> he is such a baby. Right. Um. So the party is going back in. Yes. I love him so much. We so oh you have a choice. God. You get to the middle kind of grand foyer section where it forks off left, right, straight through the grand um, staircase. Are we going right? Are we going left? Are we going up the stairs? 
Mm. I think if we're here to look for a child, we should follow the child's footsteps. Well, as I said, the problem is they look like they were going roughly in the direction of the stairs, but then about a meter, meter and a half from the foot of the stairs, they, they just... just vanished. Okay. So you like it's it's not like you could see his foot had gone on the stairs. It's like before he'd gotten to the stairs, the footsteps vanished. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that maybe uh, we should go as far as the footprints go. And maybe, Justine, if you could cast Detect Magic and we see if there is something. I, I was... Yeah, I was literally about to suggest that. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all thinking the same thing here. <laughs> That's a very good idea. Amanada is going to because when they when they went out they would have taken off the ring, yeah. Um, so it wasn't disembodied voices speaking to everybody. <laughs> so they're going to put the ring back on just to be prepared. Okay, so um, you cast your spell. Um, so the spell description is that uh, if there is any active magic in the area in the form of active spells or magical items, the castle will know them. So just to be aware that this spell isn't the way that allows you to like, detect fake creatures and the likes, you know, because their innate magic is not consi- it's not the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you cast a spell, all you're getting is blips off of the various magic items that your friends have. Like, you're mm-hmm. immediately recognizing... Um, you get the there's a a faint aura because there is an active spell on all of you from Sylvia's blessing, and then the various goblin purses and you know the enchanted oil on Albert and on um, Amanada's guns and so that's all Very you're detecting. Good. Yeah, that's all you're detecting. Okay. Perhaps the child is hiding somewhere. It might be an idea to scour the ground floor and see what we can find and move uh, our way up. Okay. Uh, yes, if we go through the ground floor systematically, it will make sense just so we know we've covered all our bases before going upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably say... Question. In terms of this staircase, is it literally just a staircase that kind of... Is there any way to go behind the staircase? Or... No, uh, like it's grand staircase. It was built into the wall and oh, then branches right and left. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay, yeah. grand. So I'd say maybe let's... Charlotte O'Hara. Let's go from left, left right. to right. And so, then yeah. cool. back to center and up. So if you if you go turning left, there's a... Doors to the left are like big doors. And then there's a smaller door to the right. Uh, before we go, Gwen will sit down on the ground and pull out her pendulum and iron filings. I will attempt to scry for the child and see mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, so the same thing happens as before, only now it's more detailed. You're getting a map forming of the estate and of the house, but not like of the interior structure of the house. And the spell keeps flickering. Mm-hmm. It's like it's there a minute and it's gone the next so, yeah, he's in here somewhere, but you're not sure where or why your spell can't cleanly locate him. I am yeah. wondering if maybe mm-hmm. there is some sort of a pocket realm within this house. Mm. I I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking that, too. If it's not a portal, maybe some sort of pocket realm or something. I but, just... Um, I If there is fire, I will do my best and I will try and do better than the last time. 
Sylvia, there's there's no need to assure us. We know you always do your best, and that is a terrible thing that you went through. So please do not feel like you have to assure us. We know what you are capable yeah, of. Yeah, but I don't want to put you in danger because I can't keep my head together. I think you know? between all of us, we can look after each other and have faith that we will be able to look after each other, okay? okay. That includes you. Okay. Nina, in true Teutonic fashion, um, just kind of, you know, main pats a hand on... Um, <laughs> They're there. Clear your shoulder, kind of going, you be all right. Be grand, love. Be grand. Yeah, the, the Teuton, um, you know, being, you know, emotional with the Prussian. <laughs> right. So, so are we going? Um, there's a there's a kind of a more standard sized door on the right, and then there's slightly bigger doors on the left. Which is it, right or left? Uh, I think we should start with the closest ones. They're like opposite each other. So I um, need a right or a left. Systematically. Okay, right. So going left, you come into a what well, what appeared to have been a living room. A number of fine couches lining the edges of the room. Um, what was once a beautiful low table in the center. There's burn marks running up the wall on either side of broken windows where the curtains that once hung there caught light. The furnishing is all badly burned with the couches hollowed out. The central table is still standing but badly charged, looking like any weight on it would cause it to collapse. Cabinets once lined the walls on either side of the window and ivy is growing through the windows into the room. I have a question. Are there any yeah. footprints? any footprints around? No, you don't see any. Cool. Okay. Uh, Amanada is going to definitely detect, try to detect any more traps, um, because they learned from the last time about not cast, about not using this. Okay. <laughs> right. So give me a roll. My God, why am I so nervous? Like <laughs> that is a seventeen. No, you're not detecting any traps. Do you want to like like these are kind of standing at the door? Do you want to go in, walk around the room, examine it all? Yeah. 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 Gwen uh, will take out her wand of blasting just to be sure. Yeah, sure. Cool. And Amanada is going to pick up debris and literally start fucking it around the room. Okay. Starting randomly picking up bits of broken debris, throwing it around. I'm wondering if I should turn into something like a bloodhound, see if I can catch a scent. Ooh. Do it, what do, do you do people it. think? Uh, yeah. But I'm an adult want to pet you, which is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we all want to pet you. Like, yeah. sorry, <laughs> if you're okay with that, go ahead. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to turn into a bloodhound. Okay, you change into a bloodhound. Um, your nose immediately comes overwhelmed with smell of, like, ash and charcoal. Mostly. Now, hang on. I have a very important question. Oh. Is it like a big bloodhound, or is it kind of like a basset hound, or uh, maybe a beagle? <laughs> you know, with the ears on the ground, you kind of walk the smell towards their nose. <laughs> a beagle I'm just. Thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking something like a basset hound. Okay. Um, no. Beagles are beagles are just going to be dramatic and scream a lot. So. Um... <laughs> So, as I said, um, actually, I'll tell you what. Give me a fresh awareness roll, and I'm going to give you a plus four. 
bonus to this on top and of your normal You'll see stats. when this happens, Sylvia's back and the tops of her front paws are white. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. So this is a Sorry, plus five. Sorry, will just kind of... Okay, that's a 19. So what... I switched out my diet. <laughs> so you don't... What you're overwhelmingly getting is a smell of um, charcoal, you know, um, of like the burned remains of the house. Um, but you also just... It's weird... Um, the sm you also get a kind of an earthy smell that, in a weird way, all seems to remind you of the earthy smell that you would sometimes get in a graveyard. Oh, God. Ooh. Okay, so Sylvia's, what direction? Sylvia's going to start pawing at the ground and everywhere. start. Ev oh. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. Oh. The dead are among us. Lucky food. I'm like. You see Sylvia trying to look at the rest of the roof and go, Aah. Who's the best girl? Who's the best girl? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you my God, she's so cute. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh my God. Amanada is going to like hunker down and just kind of speak to Sylvia and say, Did you smell something that was unexpected? Waiting. Sylvia's going to nod. Bark once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> oh, we don't want barking. We don't want too much I'm just going to nod. I'm just going to nod my head. <laughs> I can't cast cantrips or anything right now. So, okay. Because um, yeah. I was going to use Lesser to Left, but I actually can't. I, I forgot. Is, I can't even do that. Is this something that is worrisome? Uh-oh. Do you think magic may be involved? Kind of shrug maybe. as much as I can. Um, mm. um, well, it wasn't a positive, so I'm mean, gonna probably just yeah. discern that. Okay, that's a mixed result. Maybe. maybe. Mm -hmm. Can I can I try and make a noise like a ghost go? Woo! That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like a ghost. It sounds like a dog making a kind of a weird oh. howl. Um. Amrata is just going to like look at you and guess and be like, like Oh my god, Sylvia! Like, like a ghost? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. A ghost. Okay, ghosts. Dead people. Does it smell like dead people? Can you see dead people? I'm going to kind of just look can at Gwen. Can please? We all know dogs can see dead people. I'm okay. It smells like dead people. Dead people smell like decomposition, dirt. Um, I'm going to try and there's no earth You know, anything. you can just shift back into your human form. Okay. I'm loving this. Like, instead yeah. of wasting I, this I time want, I with this. Try, I want to see, I want to try and spend as long as I could to catch, if I catch a scent. But okay, yeah, fair enough. You know, like it smells like the dead, like a graveyard. So earth and you know that kind of smell, but not like a garden. You know, uh -huh. the way a graveyard would smell. Cem a cemetery dead has a and not like a nice graveyard, kind of like no, an abandoned, horrible graveyard. Well, you know, it smells like somewhere where yeah. there are many dead. So I think that we should 
yeah. just keep keep as we are and you know it's also the smell of ash and you know the evidence of the fire okay um thank you that was quite helpful and just to check amongst well i suppose i'm another one to do a failure just a kind of quick little run through of if there's anything around like dead magical creatures that pops up or like anything to do with being dead like just i think that we should go back to the stairs the last place that we saw the footprints and see what happens Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're not going to clear the downstairs, no? Well, yeah, maybe well, we should search every room just in case okay. he's hiding somewhere. Okay. okay, we do that. But we definitely we have find. to go back at the end if we can't we find, find anything. And... Yeah, well, okay, so we'll just clear the downstairs. And so Mina's the... just going to kind of lean to Syria and say, like, you're a very cute dog, by the way. <laughs> Dogs are cute. This has nothing to do with me. Amanada is going to resist saying something about that. Um, so, you just leave the living room. Do you just go to the other door? What uh, did you resist me saying? Well, I was just going to say you're cute in general, but then I didn't want Sylvia oh, to think Amanada is going to be hitting on, <laughs> is hitting on them. Trying to hit on her. It's like, I can appreciate. I have beautiful friends. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, Mina's just being Mina, like, you know me. Yeah, Aminata's still going to be picking up debris and just, like, throwing it in random places to see if anything gets kind of swallowed up Settle. and doesn't hit anything. Give me an awareness mm. roll. righty. Well, that's why you're doing this. I was constantly wondering, Aminata, why are you throwing stuff around? <laughs> that's very clever, actually. Um, I, ha- I have right, my right. moments. So that is a 18 with keen eyes. Um, at one moment, a piece you throw up near where the window, broken windows are, and for a moment, you swear you think you see one of the bits of ivy twitch. I'm going. I I'm not even going to think twice about it. I'm going to say <laughs> straight away. I'm not going to be like mm, that was just my eyes playing trick. No, I'm going to say I saw. I think I saw the ivy move. Okay. okay. Um, Aminata's going to throw another piece directly at the ivy this time. You're not sure. Like, maybe it moved or maybe you just hit against it and that caused it to move. Uh, mm. We will just keep moving, but keep an eye on the ivy, I think. When, when we get into other rooms, I'm going to, I'm going to like, keep throwing, but I'll also try and hit the ivy again. So, um, uh, are you going into the door that was opposite to the one that you just went through? Uh-huh. So, you come into this room. This room seems to have fared better uh, better in the fire. Um, it's a large table. It appears to be a kitchen area. So, you've a large table towards the front of the kitchen, which is almost entirely intact. There's stone, slab, floor, and tiled walls, which seems to have been part of what protected this room from the flames. Um, towards the back, that opens into large presses lining the walls. Um and then there is um, another door leading out opposite uh, on the opposite wall out of the kitchen as well. Um, I think if we just keep to inside the sea house, not go, not venture outside quite yet. 
Great. So if you go back towards the main kind of grand foyer area, as I said, on the opposite side of the house, um, there is three doors, one to the left, one to the right, and then one in front of you leading out to the conservatory. Ooh, are there any plants growing in the conservatory or is you it You just... can see it's overgrown with ivy as well. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, is going to throw a big piece of debris. Well, you'd need to go in there first. You know, it's keeping a good, an like, eye on it like a whole... Four or five meters away from you. Five meters away? You're I in the middle of a foyer, like... so like, yeah. Oh, okay, you know. okay, okay, yeah. Okay, I'll move closer. Yeah, sure. I okay. am still invisible, so I'm <laughs> hoping this will protect me somehow. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and another fresh awareness roll? Yeah, sure. Mm. Hey, not 20, that's a 23. Mm. Good one. Yeah, you're, you think you see some twitching of movement from the ivy here as well. Mm. And I'm going to say, do not go anywhere near the ivy. That I, plants, what, when hit with debris, moves in a very particular way. That did not seem wholly natural. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, I, I think there was probably very little about this place that is natural. Good oh. point. Good point. Um, Maybe I am starting to be creeped out, honestly. I feel really kind of... Yeah. Uh, Mina and Gwen goes up to Mina and just conjures a little ball of fire. If it comes near us, we will... Kill it with fire. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I hate it with Albert, but, like, should we maybe try talking to so, whatever well, is here? There's, door, there's other doors to the left and to the right, apart from the conservatory. Um, We should try and clear the other rooms. We'll, leave, yeah, we'll leave the conservatory, bef- and then we'll decide whether we want to, I don't know, Peek a little head in there, but I'm not. I don't want to get too close to it. Yeah. I think we need to keep ourselves as safe as possible because we need to put all of our energy into finding this boy. So left or right? I mean, it's it's, it's Drake grabbing yeah. inside her so. shirt and pulling out her. Okay. Going left or right? So I think I said left. So. Left. You open the door on the left and it leads into a very large room. Okay, this room is like a good like six meters long. It it has a kind of a an angled corner at one point. If the corner was cut off, this is matches with the angled walls that lead into the um, grand staircase. And it's a good like four meters wide. It was a fine dining room. Wood molding once decorated mm-hmm. the walls of the room, it's all been destroyed mm-hmm. in the fire. Two large sets of windows look out into the grounds, both sets of glass broken. With the walls scorched, through the curtains would have hung and long, um, had been caught alight. A once fine dining table over four meters long runs the length of this room. Badly burned with most of the chairs leaving behind stumps with the legs and had been and the middle of the table is caved in. There's a beautiful set of chandeliers above the table that have been destroyed with the class that adorned it scattered and shattered across the room. The room is darkly lit with quite a number of shadows. And there is ivy coming in through the windows. Ooh. Um, I will the take shadows, the, um, are they, are there any, like, creepy moving shadows? I don't know. Do you want to go closer and see if you got a better look? Yeah, because um, in going in the back of Gwen's mind, she's thinking there may be, if it is mundane, there may be a body somewhere. So um, I'll, I'll put on my cool glasses to let me see in the dark and yeah. gently venture in. 
So you, 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 you go into the room, getting a bit closer, okay? Did the rest of you follow Gwen? Yeah. We? Gwen with her Gary Oldman glasses. So <laughs> you venture further into the room, looking around, looking more closely. Do people want to give me awareness rolls? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not all one to detect any traps. Um, okay, okay, I rolled a That's much better. Rina is too scared. I rolled a one. That's 19 total. 19. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. You don't detect any traps. Sorry? No traps. So you're going and you're looking around the room, okay? And it is empty. Mm. Or it was. Because now in one corner you see a figure. Oh. They're... A, a white grayish coloring to them. It doesn't look right. Turning off to the side as they turn towards you, you see a man. Looks to be in his late 40s, well-dressed, but with a cruel, almost evil look on his face as he glowers at you all and takes a step forward his jaw extending out as he lets uh, out a terrifying keen. I need every oh, one of you it. to please give me a resolve courage roll. Yeah. I have that. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. okay, not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, okay. Uh, that's an 18 for me. Okay. Oh, that's a 24 for me. Oh. I rolled a nap fucking 20. Okay, oh, and nice. Justine, well. what did you get? Which is five. A... Oh no! Wait, you got one? Total five. Right. So, um, the target number was only a 15, however. Um, so, you feel this, you hear this terrifying scream that just seems to like clasp at your very heart for a moment. Everybody but Justine freezes for a second and brushes it off. Justine, you are filled with terror, okay? You must um, move as far from him as you can. Use your two minor actions to move away and will suffer a minus five penalty to anything you're doing. But you can give me a fresh test at the start of each turn. As he sweeps towards you all, I need you to roll initiative. <laughs> Let's, oh, let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a dirty oh, yes. 20. Oh, I got a 12. But you know what? As a caster, I don't really want to go first anyway. I got so a dirty fine. 22. What have I got? Dark's quick reflexes. So that is. No, quick question. 12. Yeah. I increased my text. Should my initiative have yeah, gone up? Go as well, yeah, yeah. My initial plus one. Cool. Then in that case, I have a 22. Okay, and um, Justine? Eight. Which is appropriate because you're frozen in terror. Yes. Okay. So first to act is Mina. This, yes, this because... figure, this spectral form is sweeping towards you. He hasn't gotten to you yet. 
He's about maybe three, four meters from you. So if you want to close on him, it will cost you a minor action. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, Mina was creeped out because she felt, you know, there was something there, but couldn't see it. Now she has a target and she's like, great, I have something I can fucking hit. And she's just like, fuck you, you're just a man. And um, Albert tries in your hand. <laughs> I love the coins dropping off on Mina. And just goes, Quack. Okay, don't forget, you now at seventh level have two attacks per turn. Oh, yeah, noise. Yes. I'll do that. I'll go whack, whack. Now, let whack, me whack. see where is my favorite weapon. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, seven. That's ridiculous. Okay, hang on. Okay, a roll the sixteen plus seven is uh, how much is 23. that? Twenty. That's a hit. Thank you. Roll for the second and attack. Just roll yes. for the second attack first of all. Did it cost me one minor? Ah, no, I'll keep one minor. I think. Oh, fifteen. So twenty-two. So both hit. So roll for damage. Yes. Uh, D12, fuck's sake, where the fuck? One D12 um, plus five. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Where's my fucking D12? Is this a D12? Sorry, I can't see you, like. uh, Relatable. Yes, that's a D12. <laughs> fuck's sake. I was supposed to took our glasses off for our costume. Whoa, <laughs> ridiculous. Seven, uh, seven plus five is uh, thir- 13? 13, yeah. No, 12. 12. No. It's Seven oh, plus yes. five is twelve, and then it for is, the yeah. second, and for the second attack. Oh yeah, maybe it's my second language. I have to kind of translate my. Yeah, no, that's very normal. Then yeah. I'm fucking wreck. Um, um, and eleven plus five is uh, 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 sixteen. Sixteen. Sorry, uh, sixteen. Text. <laughs> it's fucking. We okay. can't see and we can't do maths. Aminata, it is I your turn. I can't see. <laughs> Um, I always talk the math anyway. What can I say? But like you know, is in the evening after a full day of work, it's kind of like oh, what. <laughs> so, what True. do you do? Uh, Amanada's going to arcane shard. Okay. Oh. So roll to attack, no, and it is a plus two to your attack modifier. Don't forget silver bullets, respecting. Yes. And you also have enchanted bullets as well. Wait, do you did have some plus one bullets as well, as far as I remember? Yeah, I was sure shot. Yeah, they're like plus yeah. one bullets. Okay. Noise. Um... <coughs> and count as magical. Yeah, because they yes. are noise. But you're uh... using an arcane shard for this turn, so roll to attack, and it's a plus two to the attack because that okay. is your magic score. So that is a seventeen total. Yeah, that is a hit. So it is. Uh, 1d4 plus 2. Five. Okay. Good. Okay, Gwyn, it is your turn. Sylvie, you're on deck. I am going to cast a circle of warding around us all. Okay. Um, so, uh, allies of the witch who attempt an ability test to resist magic... Gain a benefit of, I'm rounding down two, right? So it's half my magic, which is yeah. five. Yeah. Round two. Um, so you can add a plus two. Right. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, cool, right. 
So that is, part that's, of the circle go? It's, it's, uh, it just needs to do the circle. It is... I'll tell you now. It is three meters. One meter per magic. Nice. Okay, so as long as you stay, so Mina would okay, be just so it's out. five meters. So I think five oh, meters. No, uh, Mina, you're just barely inside it, I think. Uh, oh. How okay. about about Justine? Uh, everybody, because you, you're you you're the only moved. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you, I thought Justine used two minor actions to move. Oh well, sorry, Justine is yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Justine. Well, it's on her turn. On her turn, she will be um moving. Out of no. the circle. Okay. So you will be out of the circle on your turn. But she can cast a resolve before she does that. Um. Well, technically, just because of the way it worked and that it happened out of turn, I'm going to say next turn you get your first test. You know, because the your first initiative turn, we're seeing the effect of the failed roll. You know what I mean? I'm just wondering if she gets the benefit of the plus two. You know. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, um, so Gwyn, that is basically, because it's a major and a minor for that, because yeah. you had to pull out your um, your um, hazel wand for that, mm-hmm. different to your wand of blasting. So pull out your hazel wand and cast your circle of warning. You have one minor action free if you want to use it. And don't forget all your amulets, okay? Yeah, um, they're all on okay. me and around me. I'll hold the minor action yeah. just in case. Sylvia, it is your turn. And Justine, you're on deck. I'm going to cast um, Bark Skin on Yastine. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, that's an extra 16 grit points. It's uh, caster's mm-hmm. level plus... Yeah, 16 grit. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's your major action, and isn't it? My minor action, I would like to cast uh, Bless on Mina. Oh, thank you. Bless or Bless, yes. Lesser bless, yeah. Okay. So that's, a, that's a plus three that you get to use at any time. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, you've seen it is your turn. So you spend your two minor actions going your full movement, which basically brings you out of the living room, out of the dining room, into the into the hall of the foyer. Okay. Um, you can, if you want, try to cast a spell. Wait, what's your? Although I think he's outside your range now. You've got a movement of. Yeah, he's outside your range, unfortunately. Okay. Let me see what I can do. Um. Boom, 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 boom. I don't think I can do anything, to be honest with you. And um, the only thing I can think of that you could possibly do is cast Stone Shield on yourself to increase your defense. Yeah. Okay, so that, that increases your defense by two. Okay, but that's it. Now, at the start of your next turn, you will start the turn by rolling your resolve to see if you can break the frightened state, okay? Yeah. And I'm not going to make you give me a magic roll on this. If you were, if you were casting a spell on this specter... You would need to give me a magic casting roll at disadvantage to see if you can successfully cast a spell. But this was on yourself, so it's okay. So it is now the ghost's turn. Oh, is that because it's a ghost? Like it is a spectre. So he is engaged with you, um, Mina. So he is going to attack. Yes, he is. Um, he's clawing at you with his ethereal hands. Um, that was clocked, which is a shame because it was a good roll. Um, seventeen. Oh, sorry, um, sixteen to hit. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, oh I knew, your, defense, uh, your defense is up too, honey. Yeah, I knew defense yeah, 17. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> and, and the next one, I think that's um, 17. 
Can I hurry? And I'm asking especially because it's a spectre. I'm going to say... Like I'm using Albert, but I'm I'm just asking if it works or not. Because Albert has been coated in the oil of sharpening, which classifies him as a magic weapon for the purpose of fighting creatures like spectres, Uh I'm going to say I'll allow it because of that enchantment that's on the blade. Because you would be parrying with the blade. Yeah. But so, I was just, you know what I mean? I wanted no, to ask, and no. I mean, like, I would have totally accepted if, if he said, oh, no, if, well, he, was, if, if like, he was mundane, if Albert didn't yeah. have that oil on him, oh, I would if, be if like, If he was no. mundane, I don't think I would have hit him in the first place, wouldn't I? Like, well, you know. We don't know. He's, he still has a bit of silver yeah, on him as true. well. Yeah, that's true. He could be some so, sort of weird. You, so what you do is, so you use your reaction, because you have the parrying yeah. skill, don't you? So yeah, what, what level have you got that at? Is it uh, plus two intermediate? Plus, like, I think it's my fighting skill, which is a tree that gives you're, me a plus you're skill five. Your, so skill in the weapon you're trained in, plus your sc- parrying skill. So you have yeah, a... Plus five. So it's plus five to the roll, which does bring your defense up to 22. So he's clawing yeah. at you the first and misses. The second would hit, but what happens is Albert mm-hmm. comes around... And you like parry it on the flat of the blade of the Albert. Oh, boy, Albert. He's pretty pissed at this. He is very pissed at that. But anyway, we are at the top of the initiative order. So, um, Mina, it is your turn. It's my turn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Okay, cool. Uh, let me see. Come on, Mama needs a good one. Oh, shit. I only rolled a six plus seven is, uh, a, what is that? That's uh, a 13. That's a miss. That's but you've got miss. another attack. You do have a second attack. You do. You've got this. I do. Um, I do. You, if you wanted to, you could. Oh, 14. Total? Close. Uh, no, no, 14 plus, plus seven. seven is uh, 21. Uh, uh, so that, that is a hit. Yes. A roll for damage. Um... Oh, shit, no, I should have said it before. Never you mind. didn't, now. <laughs> <laughs> Eight plus, what is it again? Five. Uh, five, um, yes. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, t- thank you. Okay. Um, you still have two minor actions, so you, in theory, you could parry two attacks from him on your next, on this turn. Exactly, exactly, okay. which might, I might need it. Aminata, it's your go, Gwyn, you're on deck. Okie dokie. Amanada is going to want to quick attack with their revolvers. Okay. Yes. Which bullets are you using out of curiosity? The okay. sure shot or the silver? I will use my silver because I do not have a lot of sure sh- Well, I have sure shots, but I don't use them all. Okay. And now I just lost my dice. No. <laughs> It just fell, and I can't see. <laughs> None of us can see. Pull up a random dice roller. I think, Neve, uh, are you the only one who can actually see? I can see right. as well. Yeah, I'm the opposite to all of you. I yeah. have excellent I vision. I, I, I have yeah, excellent... You're, because you're not putting your goggles, yeah, 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 you can actually see as well. The, like, these, yeah. I can these see through are... these, but they're just hurting my eyes. Um, But I have, like... I don't know, but near 2020. Yeah, I know. Fuck off if you're perfect vision. Like, we're all blind here. (laughs) Okay, so that is an 
18 plus 5. Are you eight, invisible? Yes. Okay, so you get the, the bonus to that as well. Yeah. Nice. Well, it, it it wouldn't count as... I, I just got a bonus for defense. Uh, where are and we? against really? attack to me. Uh, would it be surprise attack then, wouldn't it? Or? Oh, every attack what is a sneak attack. Sorry, yeah, it's a bonus to defense. Yeah. Uh, but it does count. That's what I mean. It does count as sneak attack. Hey, hey. Uh, I'm gonna sneak. Oh, so that's an additional two. So that's faster. 25. And your assassin feature, you get the additional d6. Come on. Remember, you um, get the extra. Um, where is it? You. No, I'm looking at the wrong character sheet. You Because you have beginner in nice. uh, assassin, it's an extra 1d6 plus 1 um, to your first successful attack so against the target and sneak target. attack. Okay? Yeah. Nice. I love it. I like it. So okay. you, you, you'll, you'll it. get this on your first attack, but not on the second attack second that attack. you get from your quick there. attack feed. So what's yeah, your total what's your total damage from that? So that is hold on a second. So that's one D eight. So that's five plus two, seven and one D six. Plus one. Plus one. That is a another seven. So fourteen. 14. 14. Okay, nice. Okay, and the silver bullet does appear to affect um, his incorporeal form. So you Beautiful. have a you have a second attack. I'm going to say this still counts as sneak attack because you're fucking invisible, but you don't get the assassin um, um, rogue skill edition. Okay, so that is just going to be a... Do I have to roll again to hit with the second attack as well? Of course, yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Okay, so that is a... That is still a 19. That's a hit, so roll for damage. That's only a 5. Every little helps. Gwen, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to use my amulet of protection to roll for the ready defense feat. Oh yeah, okay. Um, so what are you doing, like, as your major action with the feat? As my major action, I'm going to use firebolt. Okay, right. Um, so give me. Means... So this is give me. A, you have to give me a magic. Uh, a magic roll. Okay. That's a first level spell, isn't it? It is a first level spell. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so that's 1d4 plus magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use 2d4s. I'm going to pump it up a bit. So that is a 3 and a 2. What did you roll? You have to roll your d20 first to see if you get the feet. Ah, that is a 5. <laughs> So you cast a spell, no problem, but unfortunately the feat doesn't activate. <laughs> Great. Okay, um, but you're, you're, um, he does get a dex roll against it. Um, yeah. Not Otherwise, it's I rolled a ten nine. points of magic damage, okay. fire okay. damage. Ten points of fire damage. I only rolled like Ooh. a nine or something, so that you do blast him. Okay, and um, you still have a minor actions free. Just remember that. Okay. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll save that. Yeah. Sylvia, it's your go, Justine. You are on deck. Okay, I would like to cast Stone Bullet 
um, and I'd like to do 3D4, but because it's my favorite sphere, I only spend four mana. Mm -hmm. Everyone still gets a plus two against any unnatural attacks from the circle, magic circle. Mm -hmm. Plus two, is that to defense or? It's a two-year test versus a magic effect. Oh, versus an effect. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'm fucking so blind. This is horrendously bad. Sorry. Why are are there no tattoos? Okay. Three. Right. Sorry. Hang on a second. That's three plus one. Four plus four is eight plus four is twelve. Very good. Okay. Um, do you are you doing up your minor actions or are you just saving them? Uh, I'd like to save because I have a defensive I have defensive stuff that yeah. I can do. Uh, okay. so I wanna cool. So Justine, give me um, a fresh resolve courage roll, please. It's um hit the side of my laptop, so I'm going to re-roll. Okay. Oh, that's eight. I rolled eight, but also I have some modifiers. So I have plus two to resolve. And I also have arcane resistance. That's plus one, but that's still not enough. No, it's courage is what you need for this, not arcane resistance. Unfortunately, you are still frightened. So um, just give me one moment here. I want to read the exact don't worry, Paulina, that happened to me in campaign one. Yeah, I'm oh, that fucking Abby. It yes. happened to me too. Yeah. You, um, and I, you, you and I were both running away I from the entire like, So, just... yeah. Um, unfortunately, you are still frozen in terror, unable to move, and you can't bring yourself closer so that he would be in your spell range effect to even try anything. Um, is there any... I'm just looking at your character sheet now. Um, yeah, there's... What you could do, potentially. So, everybody bar Mina is within about, is within 10 meters of you. So, if something happens to one of them, you could use a reaction to cast Lesser Blink. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could potentially cast Greater Blink, but why would I? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, you know, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so it is now the Spectres go, and he's still engaged with you, Mina. But the first thing he's going to do is let out another terrifying keen. Now, I just want to check something here, though. Oh, actually, he does it, but because you all passed the roll, Baryasteen, you are immune to its effect. Oh, yeah. And when he sees this has no effect, he seems to become even more enraged. So he's going to attack yeah. you, Mina, with a fury now. Oh, that was a terrible a roll. Narcissist. Yep. Only a 14. And second no. one, oh, 21. I parry. What did we say your, your parry bonus comes 22. up to? It's plus 7, isn't it? Or five. plus 5. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yet again, you miss first, and you parry with the second one. Just, yeah. just my hair, but still. Hey, look, this, 
Fighters are the simplest of the classes in this game, but have the most oh, bloody customization, like, the coolest shit that they could I don't have to, yeah. to go through my book of spells and no. kind of think like, oh shit, what am I going to cast? No, it's amazing. I just yeah. see shit and I hit it. But you've got, all this, you've got all this cool stuff that you're bringing in now, like you're being able to parry attacks and do quick yeah. attacks. So it's great. Yeah. So we're at yeah. the top of the initiative order. Mean it is your turn. Cool. Um, I'm just going to hit him again, and this time I want to try for the quick attack, please. Yes, okay, so roll to attack. Come on, come on, come on. Ooh, 19 plus, what yes, was it? Yes, that's a hit and activates the feat. So roll for your other two attacks for me. Noise. 16 plus 7. Hit. Oh, not 20. Oh, okay. So we'll roll the damage for the first two first. Yes. Okay, I got... Oh, uh, that's only a four plus five, so that's a nine. Okay. Nine. Okay. And, oh, a 12 plus uh, five is... Uh, what, what is that? Uh, 17. Okay. And now it's the not 20. So as you're landing these strikes on him, you see his form beginning to change, where it was like a greyish, almost translucent, incorporeal form. Now his form is changing, and his skin is blackening, and his clothing is charring, as if he is in a fire. Oh, As if he is, his form is changing to what it was in the moments before he died. So, you, for your nat 20, you do 17 plus 1d12. Because it's max damage plus the damage die again. And and Albert does 1d12 plus 5. Yes. Because he is a big boy. So, 17 is... No, it's eight. It's plus, it's eight plus the seventeen. So that is twenty-five. Twenty-five. Fucking points of damage. So, Nina. Yeah. Describe your finishing move. Oh, nice. So I just whack him right twice. As he described, I see his form change, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I just kind of go and want to. Have you guys seen um um what is it called uh Rob Roy I think with uh, Liam Neeson oh, such when a he great just movie. goes slices your man in half like diagonally so that's what you just Tim Roth yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so uh, you strike him once his form starts to shift and change you strike him a second time he's looking like he's in a fire as if he's being pulled back to that moment before he died and with oh. your last strike is you cut down cleaving through his body, entering at the neck and coming down and causing a wrench to appear to his form. And you see him screaming at you with this soundless shriek and his face full of hatred as your uh, as your halberd cuts through him and his form like just starts to break apart and tear up into Flames of shadow and disappears. Ooh, let's go. Ooh. Easy mode. We got this. Mima, Mina is literally like, Bleh. Uh, I'm going to need you to knock on everything that's wood around you. <laughs> and you see, right. having seen this specter destroyed by your friend, 
the fear effect has dropped. Amanada is going to rush over to Justine because they wouldn't have been able to really do anything in the yeah. middle of the fight and just say, yeah. are, are you okay? Um, I I don't know. I just had this sudden fear. I couldn't, I, I didn't feel like I, I could do anything. It was, it was horrible. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm it's sorry, okay. Look, there's no need this, to apologize. This Amanada. has happened to me, Justine. I I understand. Amanada. Oh, sorry. No, just Sylvia. Just say, look, I I understand how it is to be frozen and not able to act out of fear. And don't blame yourself, okay? Um, I am the same when fire appears around. So you know, uh, don't blame yourself. Thank you. Justine is going to say out loud, but think that Sylvia has a reason to be afraid of fire. I am just a fucking coward. Uh, <laughs> well, on no. that note, Amanada is going to try and, and do a failure check just to be like, actually, what you heard was designed to make you feel exactly that way. Well, so you're not a coward. Jimmy, that's an intellect roll. Oh, and I am not a smart cookie. You're, I'm a, you're I'm slightly a smart you're like, you know, you're fine. Oh, actually, I might be fine. That was a 16. So, you, oh, and with my failure, that's a, a 18. 18. Okay, so with that role, I'll say you do know that um, um, specters and restless souls have been known sometimes because of their unnatural and unearthly form to fill even the strongest of hearts with just terror, as if very, like, as if literally they're being gripped by the chill of the grave itself and you explaining this to Justine. I have seen very big and strong men freeze in fear on the battlefield. It happens. So thank you. Where do you want to go now? There was another door opposite this one. Um and I will say you're noticing now that having defeated the Spectre, it's still obviously dark. It's nighttime, but the shadows okay. don't seem as thick as they were when you enter this okay. room. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Um, well, we're not going to go into the conservatory just yet anyway, so we're going to go on, into the door that had been on the right of the so, conservatory. Yeah, the other room, it's um, what was a, a once fine room that was clearly designed to allow interest in luxury cabinets running along one side, which looked like they had fine glassware, which has been destroyed. Uh, the remnants of a pianoforte in one corner, now a charred wreck. The remains of a large couch on one side facing a fireplace with two lounge chairs also facing it. And on the other side is a small table with the remains of a set of four chairs. This looks like it was probably some sort of a drawing room that people would um, withdraw to after a meal, you know. Um, mm -hmm. It's mostly being destroyed. Similarly, the windows are all broken and ivy creeping in through where the windows are broken. Amanada's going to throw more pebbles. <laughs> Um, give me an awareness roll. That is a 19. You hit them, they bounce off the They're ivy. Gone. It doesn't seem to have any effect. They bounce okay. off like, the ivy? Like they, don't they just, get like, you know, they just yeah. hit it and, you know, bounce. You know. Like normal. Yeah, normal. Like normal ivy would. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. yeah. Ivy's yeah. very springy. It is. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah very, very, it's very, very, very springy. Shit. Yeah. So, 
Um, there doesn't appear to be anything else in this room. And with that awareness roll, I'm going to say you don't detect any traps either. Okay. <laughs> that was going to okay. be the next thing I said. Okay, cool. Okay. So, um, I mean, the only other place you could go into is the overgrown conservatory. You appear to have... Okay. Like, and I was, think we should... And there was, there was the doors leading out at the back of the kitchen towards the back of the building. So, you want to go upstairs? Yes. 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 Okay. All right. So we go up the stairs. Um, so the stairs kind of comes up and branches off. Okay. Or like not branches off, but branches like right and left. Okay. Up onto like a a landing space. Okay. It's a long landing space. Um, are you going to go right or are you going to go left at the top of the stairs? Are we going right. left again and down right? Yeah. So okay. you go left there. and you see like two sets of doors and then. That it continues on and then it branches um like off like crossed away so you've got like where the landing rails would look over the space of the foyer as well and there's another door there's other doors like on the ends and there's like um another corridor that leads down separating what looks like two rooms at the far end towards the front of the house but where on the on the left side that you went up there's like there's like two doors leading in to your right um Systematically go to every. So yeah, you open the first door and it leads into a very large room. Like you can see this, the other door up ahead of you also led into this room. Um, it was clearly a library once filled with books. They've been oh, pretty much dark. all destroyed. You can try and see, have a look, see if you'd spot anything. <gasps> yeah, room would be so distraught if she saw like. Yeah, this is awareness, but this is going to be a. This won't be keen eyes. This would be an investigation role. So, or like, I'm gonna add it with your rogue skills that you could add them as well. But um, um, are there footprints no, up here? You don't spot any. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gwen is going to transform into her cat form mm-hmm. to be a bit more agile and sneaky yes. because I'm. Little black cat can blend in a bit better. I think. Oh, and sense of smell wise, you're getting the exact same smells that Sylvia described in her Basset Hound form of mostly charcoal ash, and a it's not very strong now, but an earthy kind of smell that reminds you of a graveyard. Mm-hmm. But it's very it's quite faint, and it appears to be fading. Ah. Okay. So does anybody want to give me a word rolls in this library? Yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, I only rolled a five. Me, I didn't see shit. No. That is a seventeen from me. No. Uh, I rolled. Nineteen. Nice. No. Justine. I roll shit. Oh no! Oh no! You're not having a good night. Welcome to the single digit. Oh god! So you find the thing. Um, See, I swapped out my dice before we started the stream because I get pit for All of the books appear to be destroyed in the fire. Okay, so coming out, if you continue down, there's like the 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 hall kind of comes out across, so that you've got like the balcony railing looking down over the foyer and the where the grand staircase should come. And there's a door in front of you. Then a hall. The hall continues down, and then a door to another room a bit further down. Okay. So the, if you want to open the door in front of you, yeah. Um, a very one. Very, what looks to have once been a very fine bedroom. Very, very, a very exquisite bed and other fine furniture. In one corner is a large bathtub, badly destroyed by the fire. Very masculine. What remains of the decor is very masculine kind of decor. There's the remnants of um, of some animal head on a wall. 
you assume okay. this was probably the bedroom of the doctor of the house. Um, you don't see any signs of any feminine effects in this room. It's a very masculine energy in this room, but it's been badly damaged um, in, um, in, 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 and actually this is the most, this room is the most badly damaged room that you've been in so far. Suggesting that oh, okay. maybe the fire started, the fire here. started, Probably started here. there. Yeah. yeah. Can we do a quick investigation check to see if there was any anything Up obvious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Kathleen, um, are you hissing at the uh, masculine energy? Yeah, are you? <laughs> oh yeah, Gwen's just wilting in all the masculine energy in this room. So she rolls shit <laughs> at twelve. Um, Amanada will try to see. I rolled a 17, hang on. If it is, what's, what the fuck is my awareness? Oh, great, 18. Am I getting anything? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm going to roll this, the, there, there doesn't appear to be any. This, this, as I said, this room is the most badly damaged by the fire. You're pretty sure this is, this is where the fire started. The fire started, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is anyone uh, else thinking? Is anyone else hearing Firestarter in their head right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, if you want to come out, I'm glad uh, I'm not the only one. If you guys want to uh, to come out, um, and as I said, Move there's up. like yeah. the 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 hall kind of branched out into what would have been a very fine window that would have looked out to the front grounds, broken mm-hmm. in the flames, and then the 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 landing kind of goes left. Uh, but also keep going straight, and there's a door to your immediate right. Okay. Okay, so if you open that one, this room looks similar to the one you were in before, but this one is much more feminine. This oh. was clearly oh. the bedroom of uh, Madame de Chamay, the the wife of the doctor. Okay. The uh, this family uh-huh. did, did these two, did they have any children? You weren't told that there was any children. No. Okay. Okay, and so. they didn't share a room. Well, that was well. It depends. Like it also depends on. Remember, we're in France, not England. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so this would be like in France, Italy, Spain. You, you'd normally share a room with your with you know, your spouse. With that's your what spouse, I, yeah. you know. England, maybe the more puritanical no, parts of Scotland. Really you had a. Yeah. So Master anyway, of the house and the lady of the house. So room, like, if you, you know. but don't forget, this guy was a doctor. He clearly must have come from some inherited wealth because this was like more than your standard yeah. doctor would have. Um, he got money, money, money. He got money, 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 so, money. So, um, do you just want to give me some fresh rolls? Uh, some fresh yep. awareness rolls. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, okay. I might turn oh, into. He got rolled a one. That okay. might, I might nice. do the whole doggo nice. thing. Yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, Gwyn, are you still in cat form? I'm still a cat. Oh, oh shit, I only rolled a three. Okay, so, but look, with that nat 20, I'm going to say, what you do find, look around, is not much, you know, there's there's broken bottles where there was once pretty perfumes and the likes. There's the remnants of what mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. a brush, um, shattered um, mirrors and the likes. But... It's not around. quite badly broken as the, the uh, as misused uh, bedroom, yeah. Um, like it was badly affected by the fire, but but more in keeping with the fire that you saw in the other rooms of experience. The rest okay? of the house, yeah, 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 yeah. Get, um, get, get, you get, do, yeah. Mm-hmm. however, looking mm-hmm. along over the side tables, find um, pulling out uh, a ledger of some sort, badly, gonna... yeah, badly burned, 
But opening mm-hmm. it up, you see bits of handwriting here and there, and it appears to be a journal or a diary. <gasps> I am taking that. Um, so you're, there's there's most of it's like badly destroyed, but you do find read it. A small fragment, and he's and which he says like read it, I mean, He was so charming to my father when he courted me, but my life <gasps> is a living hell. Oh, did she kill him? I hope so. He oh, is truly a monster. We <gasps> have been wed over a year. I have still not produced a child, yep. and he blames me for it. Though I know of none of his many mistresses have ever given him a child either. Oh. Truth be told, if I was blessed with a babe, I would not wish to raise them in this hell. Ooh. Ooh. The poor woman. Okay, well, yep. I'm, I'm glad me yep. Like cleaved his specter ass. Yes. So um, you reading that out loud of me? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. What a so, reading it out loud with commentary. A whole piece in hell. Well, you know, burning alive. I think that's a fitting punishment. Unfortunately, she probably did as well. So, well, um, if his will stop these yeah. holes, we may bestow that honor upon him a second time. Um, do exactly. you, if you come out of so if you come out of that room, there's like wall along the other side. There's like three doors. One like pretty much immediately where you are, and then another one about two meters out, and another one about like four meters down. Yeah, uh, we'll go from closest to yeah, first. So yeah. Open the yeah, first yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It opens into a narrow corridor and a set of stairs that are leading upstairs. Mm. Ooh, mm. scary attic. attic. Yay. Yay. Yeah. My, yeah. my oh, yeah, favorite. Like, are the stairs, so, do they look kind of okay? I don't want to look okay. Um, it's weird, as I said, the, the roof <laughs> is fairly intact, um, uh-huh, which, is, uh-huh. which is really weird, but, you know, who knows? Um, How long ago was this this whole thing. Um, you're not. You're. You can't remember. You think that the yeah, guy. Antoine said, the diary. No. Oh no! Like it was literally a fragment of a yeah. days. Left. Um. But um. The uh. The guy who'd asked you, Antoine. Um. He'd said that it was um. Um. Like I think he's. He, you can't remember. You think he was either said it was fifty or sixty years ago. Like it was. It okay. was. It wasn't like ancient past, but it was a. It was a while ago. It was a couple of decades ago. Like you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, right, heading up the how stairs. Does, uh, how does it smell up here? Because I'm still. It's the same kind of musty or uh, ashy kind of smell. Okay. 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 So, Helena, uh sorry. Um, so, Gwyn and Justine are human, human, and everyone else is spicy, human. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, I'm human. You're spicy. Oh, you're human anyway. as well. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, um, Gwen, you can see fine in your fabulous glasses. Um, well, I suppose I'm a cat, so I probably have. Well, yeah. if you're a cat, then you can I see. Anyway. You can see well. They it, they it, see very good. You in see the very dark. well in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you in a dog form? Yeah. Dogs actually have very good night vision as well. Not they as do. good as cats, mm-hmm. but it's actually exceptionally good. Way better than the humans, okay? So I know, I know oh, this yeah. because I have no night vision and it means and I can Naga walk Maga in the dark and Maga can see fine. <laughs> I can't, but I know she's uh, fine. <laughs> so unfortunately, Justine, you're having a But I think you do have a fairy globe that you have on you that you're able to take out. I do yeah. have fairy globe, yeah. yeah. So you have your fairy globe out and the rest and of you... you could also just use Anki's eyes if you wanted 
it'd be easier. It actually would be that would be disorientating. It's easier to just use the fairy glow because you'd be oh, looking. Okay. You know, you're lo- looking through another set of eyes to try and not to trip. You know, yeah. that yeah, would yeah, be yeah, quite disorienting. So yeah. you come into the attic. It's very large. Like looks like it runs mostly the span of the house. Um, it's mm-hmm. quite empty, but you do spot a number of chests around, okay? Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, of different sizes. Oh, no. Don't open it. Like, you don't need it. Renata, do you want to give me a detect trap troll? Yeah, absolutely. So, sure. Give me your detect trap troll. That is a... I'm so afraid right now. You, you, you don't even know. I'm that is a 19. Trapped. There's no traps on this or any of the chests. Okay. Can I can I do detect magic? Oh, wait, actually, that would be sorry if, it, if that's with my awareness. That would actually be a yeah. There's no, there, there, there's no traps. Okay. Yes. Give me detect magic roll. Yeah. Please roll well. Fucking please roll well. I know. Okay, that was 16 roll plus like your four. magic. Your magic? Five? Five. 21. Oh, nice. Nice. oh, yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. So while Aminad is like examining the chests and checking them for yeah. traps, you do kind of get a weird kind of vibe off in one very, very dark shadowy corner. So Aminad, we're going to go with you first. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. going through the chest and you open the first one. And they all seem to be kind of various different household items, you know. There's one box that has some linens and some sheets, and another box that has, um, looks to be like extra like crockery and stuff, you know. Another box that has what was probably once fine garments, but they've been badly um, affected by the smoke and that that still would have affected this area. And then you find a very small chest. And when you open it up, they're like, holy shit, jackpot. Gold. This is got a lot. You're gonna have to spend some time. You you can see there's several different bags and in of different ins not insignificant sizes containing gold, silver, copper, and then Mm. you do find two other small little um, boxes. And when you open the first one, it has a beautiful (laughs) golden necklace set with rubies and emeralds. And then in the other one, you find a beautiful bracelet that looks to be set with diamond. You just throw the whole thing in the goblin purse. Yeah, I was about to drag Mina over. Yeah, yeah Mina, here you I'm go. Open her purse. <laughs> yeah, open, open the your purse. purse. There you go. Woo, so, Mina, you're pulling over. Okay, so, Justine, you oh. head over in that direction. Being flanked Mina's quite on, fond of money, so that's be, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> be, being flanked on one side by a tiny little black hat. And on the other side, by a basset hound with strange white markings on their back and coming down to their front paws. And as you get closer, a fairy globe out in front of you, you see up in front of you a spectral form. Um, And slightly behind them, you see a weird, it looks like a web of shadow. And peeking out through that web of shadow, you see a young boy. (gasps) And as the spectral form turns, you see a a young woman, okay? Um, She looks to be no more than 19, maybe 20, but but it's clearly in a ghostly form. That's the one. And your man was like, what, 40? He was like late 40s, maybe early 50s. 
Yeah, it's the wife. Um, Sorry, she, she looked looking a, a mournful, sad look on her face. But as she she looks at you, surprised to see you. Uh, I'm going to put waiting. the hands up. Has heard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going, to put the hands. Yes. I'm going to put the hands on and say, "We mean no harm. We want to help. What happened to you? We know what happened to her." Yeah. Amanada is going to stop rifling through the chest and say, "I'm sorry." No, you're like over here, like getting distracted. Mm. You, you've been distracted by the gold. Shut up. Yeah, you're you're not you're not aware of this. You're not um, gonna need it. Sylvia's gonna drop the spell. By the way, I'm yeah, Gwen too. Okay, and she kind of looks a bit surprised at you both. And she opens her mouth to speak, but no sound comes out. Oh, oh, God. Did you, did you live here? I'm so sorry. He hurt you, didn't he? He's gone. Well, he's gone now. He's Yours. gone, gone. Like. He's we've not we've destroyed him. I show her Albert and I say, like, this, this destroyed him. Is he still here? Can you check? I think she is. Oh, he can't hurt you anymore. We can't keep you here either. You can move on. You will. Must free the boy. She gestures with her hand towards this web of shadows, and she slowly drops her hand, and the shadows dissipate. And as they dissipate, and their form breaks. So does hers as she vanishes. And the boy. Sylvia's the boy gonna hunker down. Oh, she's drops, gonna hunker down. Kind of drops to the ground. Um and he's just he appears to be it's almost like he's asleep. Okay, oh, I'm gonna so scoop she was him protecting up. him from I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop him up. Poor baby. Well. Keeping her him safe from this yeah, map so she's her husband. What's with doctors like? Lately. So, yeah, so um, Sylvia is probably more used to younger kids, but you know, she's she's able to pick up a sleeping kid. Yeah, well, you have your stamina, so you know, you, you have stamina and hardiness, even though you're 42 yeah. to zero, you've got stamina. Yeah. Hardiness. He's no, only... but I mean, I mean more, she knows how to pick up a sleeping child. Well, I'm gonna say he's also only eight, so he's not that big. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. kind of he's kind of skinny too. So, you, yeah. you, you, Sylvia, you pick him up. You all turn around. Um, I I assume that your enemies is leaving. Is aren't going to continue yeah. exploring? Uh, no, just... is now banked, so she's good. they're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Money. So make it right. <laughs> so you all you head back down the stairs into the grand foyer, out the hall, and then out down to through the what would have been a driveway, but is now an overgrown patch of dirt road towards the gates where you see Antoine kind of just standing there. He's smoking a cigarette. He's anxiously waiting. And as he hears the fuss of his usual, and he runs up to his brother. Robert, Robert, Robert. He grabs him. And he like, he's like, is he okay? He's sleeping. He's just sleeping. Oh, okay. I can fix that. And he kind of drops him and gives him a smack. Wake up, you little shit. Your mother told you never to go into there. Oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna kill you when you get home. We mean so sick of you. And it's like, oh, oh, what's that? Oh, oh, oh. 
Um, it's, it's it's a typical. You, oh my god, you could have died. Come here, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. I mean, I'm an an his right? bottom lip is quivering because he's really upset, and he just gives his big brother a hug. Mm. <laughs> Amanada is going to walk up to the older brother yeah. and just say, "Um, it appears as if the doctor's wife um was protecting him in the house." So, as far as we can tell, no harm has come to him due to oh. her. She has now since moved on. Um, this entire building should be fine now. It should, it sh- no, it sh- well, it should be destroyed. Um, oh, that's. I it. would be very I, hesitant I, 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 to I, go I, near any of the ivy. Thank, thank you, thank, thank you. Oh, uh, I see. thank you, my lady. Because um, you're like you're, you're clearly rich. You can tell from your accent you're clearly rich. So uh, hence the milady, you know. It's like, <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, no, you're really, you're also, really posh. <laughs> also, you can spread the story that that doctor was an absolute horrible monster. Doctor. He was uh, a uh, monster, and he turned into what he actually was in life—an absolute monster after death. But I said we send him to hell. Oh. Oh, yes, like 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 saints of old. Oh, no, I guess. Uh, Me? No. Saints? No. <laughs> oh, Monsieur, are you very like saints, much. Uh, praise, you're speaking praise to God. Uh, praise God. <laughs> um, no, thank you, thank you, ladies. We we will get back. Um, we found a space for you. My my mother has found space for you in our house. It's nothing oh, simple, thank but you. but we will get yeah. you somewhere comfortable to sleep for tonight and. Oh, oh, there'll be some you. drinks and 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 we, we can be on our way tomorrow. Yes. Um, I can. We were happy to I, have I, you. I very much appreciate. I I, I I I can drive you back to Cheville, or did you? Are you? Do you want to go to Lyon or? Uh we were were we think we were thinking Paris. No. Oh, then Lyon. I will send you. We will. I will bring. I will drive you to to Lyon in the morning. Why don't we go to That's sleep perfect. and we can talk about it? Right. So morning. you. I'll head back. The fa- everybody's so happy that the young boy has returned. You have a nice evening with some celebration, some wine, people coming up to you asking your stories. A lot of wine. <laughs> feeling, pretty, feeling pretty good about yourselves um, after what was a somewhat dark and, and sinister experience, but also happy knowing that an evil soul was sent to somewhere they deserve. And I a tortured so. soul was freed. And um, um, unless there are any comments, uh, yeah. questions, or queries? I just want to make a comment. So after reading through the journal, Amanada wouldn't have put it back. Oh, yeah, no, that's cool, of course, yeah. So Amanada would be sharing this with... Absolutely, share the local the people, legend. With, with the yeah. local to say... Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. to let him tell what a yeah. horrible person yeah. he was. They, yeah, is there, there was make sure everyone yeah. knows how awful he yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. deserve any sort of like, oh yeah, the good doctor, blah blah blah. No. No. She she sure sure we destroy his reputation as well as his soul. Yeah, well, um you you do that, absolutely. Um, yeah. um <laughs> making, making sure that um the people know the story of Dr. Ducharme and his Yes. His, his poor wife. All right. So I think that is a perfect place to pause in our story. Thank you all for a very fun Halloween special. We didn't even get a chance to do an intermission. 
Um, but thank you for joining That's us. Um, it was something slightly different to what we do, but still in keeping with the setting, the specters and all that are part of the mechanics of the game. Um, if you do want to have an undead theme in your Fey Earth adventures. Um, but thank you, as I said, for joining us. You can join us again back to our usual back time and back channel, 8 o'clock Dublin, that is CET minus one on Tuesday as the party travels to Paris. And then we'll see what is in store for them next. So thank you. Good night, all. Bye. Bye. A pretty terrifying encounter. It's not always the fate that are the scariest things in this world, but the party, having dealt with what appears to have been the trapped soul of a monster, and in doing so, freeing the trapped soul of his victim, bringing peace to a woman who had lived a tortured life. What will they do next? Who knows? But there's certain to be some fun times when they get back to Paris and get back to the beautiful artificer, Madame Josephine Gautier. If you enjoyed this adventure and would like to know more about the world of Fayard with the system and setting, please jump over to our HL page, fayhealthandheart.idseries.io. We've got a bunch of really great stuff there. Pay what you want, Fay content. Uh, there is um, the Explorer's Guide to Fayard, our early release called Rulebook. We also have a bunch of fun one-shots and a free starter adventure, Trouble in the North, a really fun adventure set in Yorkshire, Northern England, for a party of players from levels 1 to 5. All of our adventures, one-shots and the starter adventure come with quick play guides and pre-gen characters, so you can immediately start playing. As well as that, we do have some other content, the delightful Escape to Willowbrook Woods, a fun game using the Caltrop core mechanics, developed by the extremely talented Titan Amaki of the indie DTRPG scene, a game which is inspired by the beloved 90s cartoon The Animals of Harding Wood, and also our latest publication, The Delightful Fae Wanderer, a whimsical TTRPG in which you play fae creatures on a quest for a treasure in the fae realm. This is a really fun game designed for quick setup. 20 minutes you and your friends can have credit characters and your GM have the adventure ready to go. It uses very simple dice mode mechanics and an imaginative open magic system, making for a really fun and whimsical game, but has also made it a game that is really great for all ages, including small children, and includes rules for how to play this game with especially young children who are pre-numerate. Finally, we are launching a Kickstarter in next March. We're very excited about this, hoping to raise the funds we need to publish Fayer and bring it out to the world. We really would hope you'll support us on this. The best way you can support us right now is going onto the preview page. You can find links to that through our socials on Twitter and Blue Sky and through our link trees um, and so forth. Click the link to be notified when it launches and tell all your friends about it.